You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast, episode three. I'm Amanda McCune. And I am Melissa Motes. Thanks for joining us on episode number three. She made me do the intro, and now I feel there's so much pressure to do the intro that I didn't know what to say. You did such a good job. Thanks, Melissa, for making me feel even more. (laughs) That's not true. You can't make me feel any way I chose to feel awkward in my intro abilities. I think we should just just level with everybody and let everybody know. (laughs) Whenever we start a new episode, for probably the first minute or so, we feel super awkward. Like, I can't find my words. I'm like... I just, I feel really nervous for about mm-hmm. two minutes and then I'm fine. Do Same, you feel that way? Uh, I definitely feel that Why? way. Why I think eventually that? we'll start to get used to it, but there's still so much out of our comfort zone. At least it's out of my comfort zone yeah. to have lights and people watching and people listening. And now I'm conscious of all these things that I never thought about, like talking. I know. Never think about talking, but now it's like, oh, yes. am I talking too fast like I did in episode one? Or am I, I shaky like I feel inside? Like The, the first time that I, I taught a class, I felt like I was just shaky and, and just you a weren't. mess inside. And people tell me on the outside I was fine. So I choose to believe them. I think a but, lot of it has to do with how we feel inside. Mm-hmm. It's like we might come across really confident and strong and vibrant. We both wore gray today. We didn't even plan it. We're like, look at us looking like we've got a whole color palette going on. I have about three colors that I actively wear. Gray, black, and not black. No, you like slate gray. You like gray is my neutral of of gray. (laughs) Gray is my neutral of choice. And then anything in the green, blue, or purple family, I'm okay with pretty much anything outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like pink a lot. Um, As a matter of fact, today uh, I went shopping with my mom and I bought this really cute pink and white polka dotted skirt I will be wearing in a future podcast (laughs) with this really cute white crop top. Mm -hmm. Not super crappy because I don't like showing. (laughs) Super crappy. Just Just a little crappy. right amount of crop for my age bracket, in my opinion. And uh, anyway, it's very pink. I like pink a lot and I like white a lot. So today mm. I wore gray. I, I took a chance it's, and thought maybe we could match. Yeah. It's it's, it's a little different. I'm used to you being vibrant and colorful. And with my glow-in-the-dark complexion, I can't wear colors like that. If I wear white, I basically match and I disappear. Wow. And it's like, oh, I'm ghost Amanda now. You, just you're good. just perfectly you and Thank I you. love it. And I heart you. Let all your love hang out. <laughs> I heard you too, Melissa. Did you guys hear that before? I'm uh-huh. quoting again. Oh, she's quoting herself. Self-quoter. So what are we going to talk about today, Today, we are going to talk about a lot of stuff. And I think our theme of today is work-life balance. And productivity. And productivity. Mm-hmm. Because it's a thing. And uh, yeah, work-life. To me, it's like all one giant thing. And it seems like it's the the unicorn of ideas, right? We all want work-life balance, but does anybody actually have it? Um, Yeah. Does anybody know what what that means for real? Right. And that's definitely something we'd love to get your feedback on and and your your thoughts, your tips, what what works for you, um, what your challenges are. Um, For me, I will definitely say working from home Mm. can be challenging. I know you work from home too, but it's like, when do you put the work away? And 
also, I think if you really love what you're doing and you love your work, um, you can get lost, you can lose track of time, you know, and get really caught up in it. Um, so to me, I love my work so much that I don't necessarily feel like work-life balance is like a negative connotation. I just think sometimes um, I need to remind myself that it's time to shut off the computer and go watch Billions or go watch. That's a really good show, by the way. Good choice. Um, Go hang out with my husband and my cat Gizmo and just lay (laughs) on the couch. Don't forget to call my mom. She's here sitting in the audience today. Um, But, you know, I think if you love your work, that's that's key. I think that's important. But balance, balance, balance. What does that mean to you? Balance is a key. It's sort of what I strive for in everything in life. It's all about achieving that balance, whether it's, you know, balancing out work with downtime, whether it's balancing social activity with downtime. Apparently I balance a lot of things with downtime because I really like my downtime. It's very important to me. Self-care. And my you know, goal has never been to work as much as I can possibly work. I feel mm. like I put in my time early on. I started working full-time when I was 16. And even then I had this mindset of I'm going to work really hard now so I can enjoy my life when I get older. And that's exactly what's happening. It's I, I put in all the work and now I have my own company and I'm in charge of my own schedule and I've sort of created my freedom. So one of the things that I want to do is not work. And I love my work. I do. I, I enjoy almost every part of it, but I don't want that to be my whole, my whole universe. Sure. So it's Sometimes, and it's funny because I've always been this way about needing the downtime. We've talked about my being an introvert and how important the downtime is to me. But I I, I remember I had a friend a few years ago. She's like, oh, well, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, no, you know, Saturday I I have very little to do. So I'm going to just stay home and, you know, just enjoy being home. She's like, oh, so you're not doing anything. Let's go out. And it was like, no, I'm doing nothing that, that, that is my plan. That's your thing. And she got very offended by it, but it's like, you know, I just, I don't have it in me. Like I'm very excited to spend a Saturday night at home, which yep. is part of that because I'd had a very busy week. And so I just needed sort of time to re-energize and recoup. Yep. And For sure. I had a, a little weird thing happen to me. This is maybe a year or so ago. I signed with a new voiceover agency and uh, they had this really awesome questionnaire. And I really liked it because it was like a getting to know you thing. And they wanted to ask about like your personal life and your interests and your likes. And they were like, what, what are your hobbies? What do you do for fun? And I had been just so just working and working and working and working. Again, I love what I do. So it's not a complaint. It's more of a sharing right now. Um, but I, I actually stopped in the middle of filling out the form and I walked out to the living room and I said to my husband, what are my hobbies? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. I either. was like, I don't know. I don't really have hobbies. I, my work is my life and my hobby and my everything. And I was like, <laughs> should I be ashamed of that fact? Like, is that weird that everything is just all the same in my life? And then I did actually have a little epiphany in that moment that I needed to kind of reflect on that and figure out what some of the things that didn't have to do with voice acting and mentoring people and, um, you know, writing workshops and classes for our studio and, and, you know, trying to connect with my dream voiceover clients and what all of that involved. I needed to just 
even though that's all fun and fills me up and gets me excited and motivated, I was like, I do want to learn how to make homemade lip balm. That is a fact. And so I decided to seek that out Mm -hmm. and I did that. And I found out that I like to make homemade lip balm quite a darn bit. And I've been making a lot of different types. Is this available for sale? Because It's not available for sale, um, but I will make you some if you you want to try it out. I always have lip balm nearby because it's very important. I'm not sponsored by Burt's Bees, but I think we should be. Yeah, I think we should be I use a lot of Burt's Bees. Absolutely. That's that's my go-to. But I think that if you have to fill out a form and someone is asking you what your hobbies are and you can't think of any hobbies, that might be a moment to reevaluate the things that you like to do, the things that you used to like to do, or things that you would like to try, Mm -hmm. something new and exciting, such as making lip balm um, or lotion. That was another thing I learned how to make with my friend Sarah. I make my own hand soap, just so you know. You do? Yes. We could make gift baskets together. We could. We We could. could. It's, it's part of a another side business. Just kidding. <laughs> side hustle. <laughs> Those are all super important. They are. Yes. But so this whole work life balance thing. So, how do you stay motivated, Amanda McCune, Ooh. being your own boss? Mm. Motivation, self motivation, I think, is the key obstacle for self employed people, especially who work from home, because. When, it's easy when you go to a job and you have a boss that's sitting there and they're basically telling you what to do for eight or nine hours. Yeah. And it, there's structure and you have deadlines. and You have a time you start and a time you right. stop. And there's a lunch break hopefully in there, but there's yeah. somebody else or a team of people that's sort of helping you be accountable for your own, your own time. When you then shift into, I now work for myself from home, you have to be all of those things. You have to prioritize what needs to get done, make sure you're aware of your deadlines, that you're working towards them, that you're not distracted by all the things in your house, which there could be, and that could be anything, if, especially, man, I can imagine if you have a family at home, which I, you know, yes. I have some quiet time at home, so it's I don't have the extra distractions, but I, I have a couple cats that are super cute. And there's times when one of them brings me a little toy mouse and I have to stop doing whatever I'm doing to play with her for a little while. And, and you should. It's, 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 it's part of self-care. It's, it does. It actually helps calm me and, and all of that. Yeah. But for me, and we talked about this a little in our second episode, I'm very routine. And so even though I don't work for anybody else and I'm not on a set schedule, I pretty much have an outline of a schedule for me. And it's, you know, of course, because it's me, it's an Excel spreadsheet and it's color coded and all of those things, but it's sort of an outline of the week and what I sort, and it's sort of, it's, I do it in blocks of time. So I don't try to say from 9am to 10am, I'm going to do this specifically because I can't do that. Every day is completely different for me, Mm, but I block out. So for, you know, this chunk of time, I'm going to work on my bookkeeping clients or, you know, from this chunk of time, I'm going to block out for calls, you know, with my coaching clients or Mm. however that works. Um, I try to just sort of keep myself to a schedule. I still start around the same time every day. I still take a lunch break every day mm. um, around the same time. And, and I stop working around the same time every day. And a lot of times that might be at four o'clock because I go to Pilates at 4.30 and it just doesn't, it just seems like a perfect time to stop. Now throughout the day though, it's very easy to get sidetracked. And so 
One of the things I do, it's actually, you know, because I, I bill my clients by the hour in a lot of cases, but I have a timer app. Uh, I use a free one that's called Toggle, um, but it basically just acts at, as a timer. You press play when you start an activity, you press stop. She was really excited to talk about this app today. She's like, I have this awesome <laughs> timer app and I cannot wait to tell the world about it. Well, it, please it, continue. It's not that it's, <laughs> you know, it, I mean, it, it does, it works well for me because it, it, helps me really track my time. Mm -hmm. But the reason I recommend it for anybody is you never know how much time you waste in a day until you start keeping track of Maybe the minutes and the hours. people should toggle when they're on social media. It's, and, it, and it's true because there are times... Uh, now, I only log the time when I'm working on client work. Yeah. But... There are times that I'm like, man, I was so busy today and yeah. I'm so glad the day is over. And then I go back and look at my summary and I worked two hours. Yeah. So I don't know where the rest of the time went. Some of it is probably social media. Some is phone calls. Some is playing with the cat. Some is just, you know, other things. I don't know. I get up and make a cup of tea and then I'll just go get distracted and do something else. And it's when you, when you are responsible for your own time, it's very easy to get like, oh, I have this freedom. I don't have to do anything. Maybe I'll just watch that episode of that show that I didn't get to last night. And then that turns into, well, well there's a cliffhanger. I have to watch the next one. And right. then your whole day is gone. Yeah. But and there's the other end of the extreme too, though. It's like, you know, when you have your own time, you can say, you know, I'm my own boss. I'm in charge of my own time. But then it comes down to um, being productive rather than, you know, being busy and mm -hmm. really using that time wisely. And um, I know for me, um, being motivated, I'm super motivated because I'm excited every day about what I get to do. I genuinely am pumped mm -hmm. in the morning. I'm not really a morning person. I wake up, I'm kind of groggy and tired, but um, I enjoy my morning coffee and my morning routine. But as soon as my coffee kicks in, I mean, I am super pumped. I'm checking my email when I'm sipping on my coffee and I'm just kind of scanning what my day is going to look like. But one of the things you said that I love is just kind of doing things in chunks, chunking it down mm -hmm. because um, I think if, if you're not feeling motivated as a business owner or not feeling motivated on anything that you have going on, maybe pick one of your favorite tasks to start with, one that's something that you do enjoy um, and, you know, you know kind of kicking things off with something that you know, we'll, we'll kind of get a little energy going, a little momentum going, and then that momentum can spill into maybe some of the other tasks that aren't your favorite. Like for me, um, doing any kind of bookkeeping or any kind of ugh, admin kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, come on. I want to be in my booth all day recording, you know, voiceover jobs and auditions and just being creative and having a lot of fun. So uh, I'll definitely start with something that fuels me and makes me excited. And then, I don't know, I'll have a little more joy in take, <laughs> taking on something that I am not as excited about. So I think that's a little tip for being motivated uh, or finding some motivation. Um, ideally, if you're doing what you love, I think the motivation comes fairly naturally because you have that enthusiasm and that natural joy in what it is that you're doing. So, so I think the important part of that, though, is those things that you don't want to do but you still have to do. Always. It's making sure you you make the time for that. And that's, 
However, that needs to happen. Again, for me, that stuff is built in. Um, I, I don't like social media. I'm not good at it. I know it's important for building brands and connections and all of that, yeah. but I struggle with keeping up with it. So mm -hmm. I do have sort of a block of time that's set out to say, okay, you got to try to create some stuff during this time. And it's tricky because I'm not a person who's creative on command. When I'm in the right mood, I can write, I can create, I can do all the right things. But if I'm not in that mindset at that time, mm -hmm. I will find anything, anything else to do. Like I, I'm pretty clean and organized anyway, but I'll take that time. I'm going to go look at that, that junk drawer and see Real, if there's anything in it. You're going to alphabetize it? I, will, I, don't, I actually don't alphabetize anything in my house, thank you. <laughs> but it, it is just, you know, you kind of, the things that you want to do, it's easy mm. to be motivated for. So it's the things that you don't want to do, but you have to do that I think are, are trickier, but m almost more important to make yeah. the time because the other stuff you're going to make time for anyway because yeah. you want to do it no it's true I think too for me like social media um I like to do I take a little break each day I call it a Facebook five mm -hmm. and literally it's five minutes I don't have a really fancy smancy app that I can use to um set a timer on but maybe I'll try <laughs> doing that I should try it but <laughs> no honestly like I'll take five minutes out and jump on Facebook or whatever or um, Instagram. I enjoy Instagram a lot. And just see a cute baby picture. Like my sister posts a lot of my niece and I'm like, oh, you know, or just kind of see what people I care about are up to. And it's just like a quick Facebook five. But I have a really strict rule with myself, no more than five minutes at a time on any um, social media, unless I'm mm -hmm. doing posts that are business related and, you know, that kind of thing. But I think it's easy to get sucked into social media. And that's definitely a, a productivity, mm -hmm. you know, squasher. Right. So that's a technical it's term. Productivity Product squasher. Hashtag productivity squasher. That's our first hashtag. Oh my gosh. That podcast episode. I like that it. Is. <laughs> I love it. But being busy doesn't mean, you know, being productive. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. De well, definitely. Cause it's, it's easy to stay busy, yeah. um, but being busy productive, work, like organizing your junk drawer. We all have a junk drawer. It's true. I don't know a single person that doesn't have one drawer. Everybody in the room, just so you know, is now nodding or raising their hands that, yes, we all have a yep. junk drawer. It's, it's, it's just part of life, I think. It's just, my mom it's just says she has two, and I'm going to bust my sister right now. Ooh. She has three. <laughs> we, we got a good laugh from mom over here. <laughs> we... Um, so part of the, uh, the, the balancing for me and the productivity especially, it's how I, I sort of split my days too. Like, yeah. And again, I'm routine. So like every Monday I have dinner with my mom. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday I have Pilates uh, and Saturday, but Saturday is not really part of my work week. But I take Wednesdays. And because I don't have anywhere I have to be at the end of the day, Wednesday is my most productive day. So I actively try to not leave my house on Wednesday. Um, and it's, it's, it sounds like it's lazy maybe, but it's really when I take a client meeting or whatever, anything that requires me to leave the house, it takes extra time yeah. because I have to put on the pants. We've talked about putting on pants. You have to make a little more effort to be presentable. You know, there's the commute time to get to and from the place. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. 
So it's really nice for me to have that one day where I know that I can just, you know, wake up, get out of the shower and I'm ready and I can work until I'm done with that day. Yeah. Because I, I don't have that in my head. Like, oh, I have to stop at this time because I have to be to, to a place. Two things that you said that just kind of triggered a couple of thoughts for me was one is you're very organized. And I think that I, I think I'm pretty organized too. I'm always improving on my process and my productivity workflow and stuff like that. But um, I think being really organized and forecasting and looking at your week and what you have coming up personally and also with your business or giving yourself deadlines for certain things can really help with your workflow and your productivity. Um, I always like Sunday afternoon, um, or no, actually not on Sunday because Sunday is my no computer day. Monday, I like to look at my um, my week when I start my day and just kind of see what's kind of coming up for the week. And I can give myself an idea of like, you know, when I'm going to be taking a break, um, when I'm going to be, you know, super, super putting in long days. Um, um, and another thought that came to me that I think is a really good piece of advice is if you are a business owner and you're sending out emails, um, you are maybe doing some cold call email soliciting or reaching out to people, they say that the best days to do that is actually like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, never Monday, never Friday. Because Friday, people have already got a foot out the door. Monday, everybody's just sort of like, forecasting, kind of, you know, ramping up and trying to look at their week. Um, maximum productivity time for most businesses uh, are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So for me, like if I'm going to do an e-blast of some kind, like a for voiceover work, I'm going to be maybe doing some marketing efforts. I will usually send out uh, my e-blast like on a Tuesday afternoon or a Wednesday when I know people are more likely to read them and actually take the time to respond to them. So that's just a tip that popped into my head as you were talking about, you know, um, productivity. But and, that, and it's an interesting thing when you have clients in different time zones and all of that is part of that trying to figure out when you're doing the work, especially now with technology, more of us are working from home and on our own schedules. And even people who have, are employed by others are getting flex schedules or, you know, they can work from home a few days a week. Yeah. There's all these different solutions being offered because most of us are finding that we can be more productive when we have a little more flexibility and when we do things. But that also complicates things, especially you're, if you're working with a team of people and everybody is in a different time zone working on their own flexible schedules. So you sort of have to find that time to coordinate. And a lot of that comes down to communication, which is probably a whole other episode about communication. Oh, yeah. But I think it's important when you're trying to be productive to sort of have those conversations with your clients to know deadlines and you know if, if you are working on something where you need your clients feedback that you're delivering at a time that's going to work for them and then you can sort of adjust I'm always a big fan of adjusting my schedule to fit my clients needs mm -hmm. versus trying to make them uh, accommodate me mm -hmm. with the exception when we talked about self-care I think it's very important to also educate your clients that you're not always available at every moment for them. Sure. Because it, it, it you want to keep those relationships and boundaries in place mm -hmm. with your, your clients and people you're working with. Um, I mean, I know for me, it's like, I definitely will 
go on vacations or trips and stuff and I'll take my voiceover gear with me and I'm recording and doing jobs when I'm on vacation, but um, I'm not putting in a full work day, Mm -hmm. but I like to be available to people if they need me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is creating, like you said, those those boundaries that you're not always necessarily going to be available for them. And I think people understand that. I mean, I've never had a client really push back and say, oh, how could you not be available? But it's communication and I explain ahead of time. But it's also that we all work on our own schedules. So if one of my clients, you know, and and he sends me emails a lot at night Mm -hmm. because that, you know, he's out in the field shooting during the day. So he doesn't get to emails until the end of the day. He knows that I'm not going to respond to him at 11 o'clock at night. He knows that I wake up early, so I'm going to get back to him in the morning. So there's that. It's sort of, we have to be accountable and also be realistic and know that people are understanding and it's up to us to sort of figure out like do we have to answer that email right now or can it wait until the morning right and part of that knowing when to to put a stop to the work i always feel kind of a sense of urgency to get back to people right away um just because Again, I think it has a lot to do with the type of business that you have and the way that you have built the relationships with your clients. In in the voiceover world, for me, people do appreciate an acknowledgement right away, and I'm on top of that. I'm big on acknowledging. doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to handle something in that exact moment, but it's a, I got it, just letting you know what. I'm right on top of that, Rose. Have you you've seen uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Oh my gosh. Oh no, am I, or am I dating myself No, here? I forgot but all that, about that's that. That's just what you thought. <laughs> I was like, what are we talking about? But the way you said that, there's just a, a line yeah. from that movie that's, I'm right on top of that, Rose. I that love that. always the answer. I'm right on top of that, Rose. Mm-hmm. Can I just say that I feel like we're doing a really good job right here? Are we? Like, I am not <laughs> nervous right now, and I feel like we got like a really good flow going, and we may have actually said a few things today that are like good nuggets. Like... <laughs> Well, I, I sure hope you guys so. are super loving some of the things that we're talking about because all of a sudden, Amanda McCune was talking and I'm like, she is super smart. She's got some stuff to say and people are going to be like, dang, Amanda McCune, thank you for that productivity nugget in this app that you told me about. <laughs> Changed my life. Maybe people are going to dig my Facebook Five thing. I like the Facebook I don't five. know. Yeah. I felt like it was kind of cool. I've been saying it for a long time. It's one of my hashtag Facebook vibe. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just wanted to acknowledge for a moment that we were feeling, we were feeling good. Mm-hmm. Things are flowing. Things are really flowing. I'm not even scared right now. I would, <laughs> hey, hey I, you, and I'm not even scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I'm up here doing a podcast on video. <laughs> High five me. Okay. Well, I just had to say that. I like I just, it. I'm I feeling like a it. little. I'm feeling a little feisty right now. And I would almost say though that that is part of work-life balance is being able to give yourself credit when you're doing a good job. At yeah. Something. Oh, that's a you great. Know? I, that's because a great point. it's a thing that we, in general, I think people forget that it's okay. You don't want to walk around boasting about how great you are. I high five myself on the daily. Oh, okay. I do. I, I don't know that I've ever high fived myself, but you should. You know, it, but it is. 
somebody or it i'm stumbling now see you talked see, about okay. how great we were okay, doing well, and now hold on, in my I, have head some, about it. I have something else to say <laughs> while you're thinking okay. of something really brilliant Thank you. i was gonna say with work-life balance today let me give you guys a visual this is really fun so i was with my mom and we were at the mall and i was like what am i doing at at the mall in the middle of a, you know, a busy work day, but my mom's in town. So this is like important time to me to get to hang out with her and be with her. And we decided to go to the mall and my phone is dinging and ringing and doing the things that it does. And I was just like, all right, we're going to have some fun. I'm not going to look at my phone for a little while. I'm just going to put this thing away and have fun. But then my mom's like, hey, look at all these jackets I found. Look at all these thousand jackets I'm going to try on. I found two things to try on. So I'm chilling in the, in the, the fitting room and a sweater. That's right. (laughs) The really cute pink sweater, shiny. I'm going to wear it on a future episode. I decided while my mom was trying on her thousand jackets that I would quickly look at my inbox and see if there was anything urgent happening. So I did a quick peek, five minute peek did my thing, answered a couple people, put that thing away. And then I had like another hour of just laughing and having fun with my mom. I watched you put on all your jackets. She bought a lot of jackets today. <laughs> I think, what did you buy? Like, Can we say four? hashtag a lot of jackets? Hashtag a lot of jackets. <laughs> then I drive this pink v- VW Beetle so convertible. Pink. My trunk is like this big. And my mom's like, is my bag going to fit in your trunk? And I was like, yeah, mom, we're going to make it fit. Just don't even worry about it. So anyway, that's just some side notes for you guys. Something you said that really registers in that for me is that it's part of the work-life balance is being present when you're with other people. Or I should say when I'm with other people. I spend a lot of the day alone. I work Mm. alone. You know, there, there are times when I'll go quite a while without interacting with an actual human. Yeah. And so when I do, I don't want to be that person that's at the dinner table looking at my phone, sitting across from somebody that's looking at her phone. Hashtag phone etiquette. It's, it's true, but I make a very a conscious... hashtags today. I make a very conscious effort when I'm out with people. Yeah. My phone goes on silent. And, and if for some reason, like if it is the middle of the day, because I like to do my outings in the middle of the day during the week when most people are at work, because yeah. then it's less crowd for me, and I like that. Yeah. But I may, if, if I, it is the middle of the day and I'm in the middle of a big project or something, I'll sort of give a disclaimer. I have to keep my phone out and I apologize, yep. but it's only because this, you know, I'm expecting this call or this email yeah. and I have to respond no, to it right away. I think that's really nice. And people do understand when you say that, but I think if you're always on your phone, it just gets old. Like people, if you are with someone and you're on your phone constantly, you can't, you can only give one person your moment at a time. And it's like, if you're going to give someone a moment, give them your moment. Um, it's, it's like, if I'm with you, I'm sharing in a moment with you eating a really awesome piece of chocolate pie. I am not going to be able to give you my full moment of pie sharing time if I'm on my phone, right? It's true. So put that thing away. I even told my mom that today when I picked her up, I said, mom, I'm sorry. Today's kind of like still a work day for me, but I'm going to have to look at my phone sometimes, but I'm really excited for us to hang out. So, and she understood, but I think a disclaimer is good. I know some people too, when they get together for lunch or dinner or whatever, everybody just kind of like piles up their phone mm. in the middle of the table. That's really smart. I like that. Because well, nice. it is being, I think being present is a big part of that balance. It's, yeah. 
appreciating the moment that you're in and it's <laughs> with all this technology and I see it, I go to a lot of concerts, I see it all the time. Person in front of me watches the entire concert through their phone. I know. Can't even, isn't even just to record that video that they can then watch later instead of being in the moment and watching live as it's happening. Yeah. And I make a very conscious effort to be present and to, to my detriment because sometimes I forget to take photos. You know, like I did a lot of traveling in the last few years and then I came back and I had very few photos because I have some great memories and great things in there. Right. But I forgot, oh, it's okay to take pictures sometimes, but I don't want to be attached to all the technology and the capturing everything that I right. miss out on that. In the actual moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's no, really good. That's one of the key pieces of balance is being present, not worried about the past, not worried, you know, about, worrying the about the future, but what's happening right now. Absolutely. And how can I make sure that this moment is a great moment? Yep. That's, absolutely. That's what I do. I think that that is look at that brilliance coming right out of you like a boss girl. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And one other thing I wanted to touch on, I don't know how we are on time, but I got, we're, we're about 30 minutes in. Wow. Good. We get, cause I got a few more things that I want to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was talking before we actually uh, started this episode today. My mom's here, like I mentioned. And I said, one of the people who really inspire me and is just an absolute hero to me is my dad. And my dad's a business owner. My dad's an entrepreneur. And I was really fortunate growing up in a household watching my dad um, be an awesome dad and you know build a company and he's in manufacturing. And he just sort of has this magical ability that when he walks through the door, uh, he's able to shake work off and get into home life and be able to just be present with all of us. And I know that it's not always easy for him, depending on maybe if he's putting out fires and, you know, having a stressful day or having a super great day. Um, I just, even when I go home to visit back in Illinois, uh, I know the kind of just the volume of different things that my dad has on his plate and he never, um, makes it seem, uh, like it's hard for him to, to flip the switch if you would and get into home life is home life and work life is work life. And, uh, it's something that I would like to master even more so. Um, but I just, I just kind of wanted to throw a little shout out to my dad that, Dad, you are the master, and I'm so <laughs> impressed with your ability to be able to switch gears like that and be able to just um, kind of, you know, go change your clothes. He's like Superman, you know, he's like in his his like shop where, you know, cause he's out working in the plant and looking over the guys and doing all the stuff he does. And he just changes into his awesome. My dad's a really very snappy dresser. I might add, <laughs> he doesn't have as many jackets as my mom, but <laughs> close. Nice and, callback. Right. Hey, but my dad dresses great and uh, he'll come out and he's just ready to have, he's like, Hey, who wants a glass of wine? Who's ready to cook out? Let's have a good time. And I think that's just an amazing gift that he has. It is. It's something to to strive for. But yeah. I, I, what you said makes me think about just the mindset of it. Where you said he he never really acts like it's a problem that he's too busy or you know. And I think because you, you mentioned before the difference between being busy and being productive. And busy is almost an excuse. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us are busy. A lot of you are busy. Not saying that busy is fake. 
But mm-hmm. we use that as an excuse for not doing things. I, I can't go do that because I'm too busy. So busy. I just can't. I'm so you know? busy. And it's it, it's a choice yeah. because people you know, wear it as a badge of right? honor. Right. I, I see often, and I actually changed my phrasing recently on busy. Um, I just want to plug one of my favorite books really quick. I love me some Jen Sincero, who wrote "You Are a Badass." She also wrote "You're a Badass at Making Money," and she also wrote "You Are a Badass Every Day." And she talks about how people wear the busy thing as a badge of honor. And being busy is not necessarily cool, and no one's impressed. I think <laughs> saying uh, we're all busy, everybody's right. busy. Um, my mom's trying to walk by really slowly right now, and it's really <laughs> cute. Go ahead, mom, you're doing a good job. Um, <laughs> um, but being instead of saying I'm busy, uh, I learned from Jen Sincero, it's I am super excited about my day because I'm involved with a bunch of really creative projects or um, I'm really inspired about uh, what I have going on this weekend because I'm cleaning out my garage. (laughs) That's coming from my Marie Kondo love right now. But um, but anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, I lost it. It'll come back. back. I was talking about busy being a badge (laughs) of honor. Oh, well, yeah, and it, but and it's when you say that, when that is your sort of MO and it's, oh, I'm so busy and the busy becomes an excuse, you yeah. kind of alienate the people in your life because yeah. you make time for the things that are important to you. And so if you're constantly telling your friends or your family, oh, I'm, I'm just so too busy. busy. And it's one thing when you have to reschedule a dinner because a job comes up. Yeah, that's, We all understand yeah. that. But it's certain things like my mom, I make sure, I mean, we have dinner every Monday as a standing rule. When we don't have dinner Monday because the job comes up or something, I usually reschedule and say, well, we'll do lunch on a Sunday or something. Yeah. And it's, and we also do our grocery shopping together on Sunday mornings because, you know, we walk around the store with our different carts and, you know, we buy Do you guys like share coupons and stuff? No. no, That would be cute if you did. I don't know if you can share Coupons. But like you know, but we like, do tell oh, each other because we, we want do, applesauce we, here. I have this applesauce. We do our grocery coupon. shopping at Sprouts, and they have a great mobile app that comes with some coupons. So apps. she Hashtag might tell apps. me, "Oh, hey, did you see that? There's one for this thing that you buy, or vice versa." But to me, my mom is a priority, and it's yes. important for me to keep that relationship with her. So, so that's that Monday night dinner. Right. It's a standing thing. I would never tell her, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just too busy to meet with you, but it's, you know, Hey, there's this other thing that happened. Yeah. Can we reschedule? And she's always cool about it. She's always fine, but it's important to me to make sure that she knows that she's a priority to me also. Yes. And it's not just, Oh, I'm too busy. Yeah. I think so. Maybe that's another thought for today is like, how, how are we all throwing around that? I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Um, And, you know, it's like, I think words have energy and words create energy around you. And if you're saying busy is like a negative thing for you, um, you know, maybe you're putting out that whole negative vibe. Whereas if you're saying, I am so... um, excited. I am so passionate. I am so thankful. I have so much gratitude about all of these cool projects that I get to be a part of. That's like a different spin on sharing busy, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been really choosing my words more carefully. Um, when I, when I really started to think about that, that concept and I was like, man, I say I'm busy a lot. I mean, 
I definitely do feel busy, but um, I just, I didn't really like the way that I was feeling saying that. And I also wasn't really liking the way I felt when some people would say to me, Melissa, I know you're so busy, but um, I don't want people to apologize when they write to me or apologize when they text me like they think they're interrupting me because everyone in my life um, is important to me and I want to be there for everybody and I don't ever want people to feel like you know, they're bothering me. Mm -hmm, I might have to say like, I do tell people, Hey, during the day I'm recording, I can't always, you know, get back to you right away on my phone or I can't always get back to you as quickly as I might want to, but, uh, I do my best. And, um, anyway, I just think that, uh, understanding people's boundaries and what's good for them. If, if you're in, you know, their life on the daily, that's important to know, you know, that, they're quote unquote making it happen. They're not busy. They're being joyful in the passionate pursuits of their life. I'm quoting. I see that. That's out. a lot of it's a lot of moats quotes. But a lot of moats quotes. Yeah, that's another thing too. I'm turning moats quotes into a thing. Hashtag moats quotes. It's a thing coming right at you soon. And just in, in what you said to add on that, that part of achieving the work-life balance, yeah. I think is that mindset of shifting the negative words into the positive because yeah. we do it. It's, it's for whatever reason, it's kind of been just part of, you know, it's like women saying, I'm sorry all the time instead of, you know, just apologizing for no, for no reason. For breathing oxygen. Right. Oh, you know. I'm so sorry that mm-hmm. I've just took a breath of the oxygen you're breathing. <laughs> right. Why? And it's, you know, the shifting from saying, oh, I'm too busy to be like, oh, I've got a lot going on that I'm excited about, or yep. just making sort of an active effort when those negative thoughts creep in to be aware of them and say, oh, how can I turn this around? Because I think that balance becomes easier when you're, you're actively thinking about it. Absolutely. And there's a way to turn the bad things into good yeah. in some way. Absolutely. I think uh, just kind of as we wind down today's episode, um, just some thoughts with the work-life balance thing. Work-life balance can be very challenging. And um, I think it's something that we're all on a quest to become, for me, it's just like a a work in progress. I'm always working to improve my work-life balance. Um, I think my work is something I'm deeply passionate about. I love, I enjoy. So um, I don't feel like I need to feel bad about creating and doing all the things that I've set out to do and then some, including this podcast, which is taking some of our time, (laughs) but it's super fun. But when Um, things are important, you make the time. If something is important, you make the time and definitely, but, um, but I think, you know, we'd like to hear your thoughts on work-life balance. I feel like we could have talked about so many, you know, more things. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be a, a, a part of future podcasts. I think mm-hmm. we're going to come back to it. Um, but I feel like for me, work-life balance just means it's it's um, a healthy balance between having a lot of fun, um, time with my family, my friends, making some lip balm, <laughs> shopping, uh, things like that, um, and and definitely just always having that awareness about mm-hmm. not just working all the time. And when I'm at home, mm-hmm. creating boundaries for myself of like when I'm going to stop my work day. That's, that's big for me working from home. 
And for me, I think it's, it's saying yes to opportunities. So, it, you know, and I sort of have this rule that I've put in place to like, you know, I might have a lot going on this week, but if somebody invites me to something, I'm going to say yes, even, you know, just as sort of a let's see. And I like that ability to sometimes be spontaneous and say, okay, so I had this plan, but somebody invited me to this thing, so I'm going to stop my whole world and go do this thing because my whole world is still going to be there waiting for me. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to sort of, you know, and it's funny because I'm always talking about routine now and talking about how I like to shake up my routine. But it is that because I think it's easy for me to get so stuck in my routine that I've got the work part down, but the life balance maybe doesn't come as easily. Absolutely. But being able to say yes to those moments and take those opportunities as they come, that is very helpful in that, you know, if I have a chance to see a friend who I haven't seen in a while in the middle of the day, or I could stay home and work, if the work is still going to be there and it's not going to hurt a deadline, I would rather than go see my friend, spend that quality time with that person, and then maybe it means that I have to work a couple hours after dinner, but that's okay because Absolutely. I had the life you're part. You're hashtag living. Yes. La vida loca, mm. right? That's a good song. <laughs> hey, you went old. You went to went Rose. <laughs> we went old school on your Rose thing. Um, well, we're really glad you guys tuned in, guys and gals. I say you guys a lot because... I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, and we say that a lot. You guys, use guys. Hey, use guys. Um, We're really glad that you tuned in, and we hope that you got some good nuggets today. We'd love to hear what you do for your work-life balance, Uh, you know, yeah, check Stuff. us out at thewomanpreneurpodcast.com. I know. So I said I'm going to jump awkward. in there. We, we, um, were, we were doing so good. Yeah, too. But comment uh, on our social media or send us an email or, you know, but thewomanpreneurpodcast.com. We'll have links to all of that there. We really want to hear from you to see what, you know, what you do to achieve work life. Use guys. Use what guys. do you do? And also, we welcome manpreneurs also to tune in to our episodes because. I think we should get some guys talking up here with us. We'll get them. Yeah, we will. We got a whole bunch of them behind the camera right now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we will look forward to seeing you and you hearing us and seeing us and whatever on episode four. It got awkward again. You made me do an awkward intro. You get to do the awkward (laughs) outro. I got super awkward and I'm sorry. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time. You've got this.